This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome to a special one-shot, Winnie Quest, the Dum-Dums and Dragons story. I'm your host, Bukaki's cousin, the great wizard, Gossi. We take a break now from our regular adventure to see the impact Quinny's infamy has had on another part of Dumpyroon, the fully original city of Gryffindel. This arc features DM Tyler Hewitt and players Del Borvik, Ryan LaPlante, and Laura Hamstra. How will their brand new characters fare as they try to make their way into an emerging elite band of thieves? Find out in this episode of Quinny Quest, Dum Dums and Dragon Story. Cinder Darkbane, the room smells of blood. And that is the only thing you can smell. Hmm. Can you roll me a wisdom save, please? Sure. Okay, so I rolled a 16 plus three is a 19. Okay, with a 19, before, or perhaps even just as the alarm bells are going off of blood up in your nostrils to the back of your head, the stench of blood, you realize you cannot smell anything else. Mm-hmm. You cannot smell the wood from the table. You cannot smell the dust in the carpet. Mm -hmm. And these things ought to be present in the odor profile, let's say. You are used to, when using your sense of smell for tracking or hunting or anything like that, to having to kind of compartmentalize the the vast array of smells that you inhale. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it's just blood. To the point that it seems like there should be more. There should be other stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll let you interpret that however you wish. But that is, with that save, before you kind of go into whatever your response would be to the smell of blood, you realize it's like just blood. There's nothing else that I smell here. Nothing else gives off an odor. Mm. I think she's going to take time to think about that while kind of pacing around the room and looking at all these pictures. Okay. Um, Euro, truck, anything you'd like to do uh, in, in this 
in this room as you as you enter in? A truck will, uh, I think, go will kind of tiptoe towards the. Uh, it's an hourglass, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. In the table, uh, he'll kind of look left and right, just keeping an eye out, take a look up and down. But he's gonna go for the the and to check out, investigate, if you will, uh, the hourglass. Uh, in what way are you going to investigate this hourglass? Uh, to see if sand is pouring out, or if it's if it, if it's is anything happening? <laughs> the, the sand has fully collected at the bottom of the hourglass. Uh, any ideas, anyone? We got an you're hourglass. A, we got a, a ten and a candle. Uh, Euro would like to cast Thaumaturgy because it has the ability to affect flames. Mm-hmm. And he wants to find out if he can affect this candle. If he cranks it up, does it have like little glowing lines attached to anything? Like he can make things glow brighter or dimmer. So he wants to try to brighten that and any other flames in the room. Also see if they react like normal flames. This just smells like a trap to him. And can... we haven't had to do traps yet. Right. Can uh, Thaumaturgy affect magical flame? Uh, it just says you cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color. So it okay, does not specify sure. magic, so my imagination will be no. Okay. Um, given that that is the range of effects, um, I mean, it's pretty obvious uh, this fire is literally holding the form of a one and a zero. Uh, so it is probably pretty easy to infer that it's magical flame. Uh, it does grow brighter, we'll say. If, if that's what you wish to do with it. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to know what that happened. And then, like, does that change anything? It's, are things more visible that would normally be, like, what what would be off about this if it was magical? That's what he's trying to figure out. It's like, how does the world not work the way the world should? Yeah, the fire does not cast any more light, even though it grows. The, the light, the level of light in the room stays the same. Once again, kind of an uncanny, there is no light source. There, uh... There doesn't appear to be any shadow. It's just well lit from every direction. Uh, can everyone roll me a just a straight wisdom check? Sure. Just whatever your wisdom modifier is. Or I'll take intelligence, um, whichever your stronger one is. That's an 18 intelligence. Okay. Truck. Nine. I got... I got an 18 wisdom. Okay. Cinder and truck rolling 18s. Euro, was it nine? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Euro, you're kind of perplexed by this place. You just kind of get the heebie-jeebies. Cinder and truck, um, you come to the conclusion that this environment is in no way congruous to where you just came from. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you think something special happened when you crossed that threshold of that doorway, and you're probably not in the warehouse anymore while you're in this room. Upon that realization, the disembodied voice of Ratface can be heard kind of coming from all directions. Uh, and you hear him say, uh, Hey, welcome to the candle room, huh? I named it myself. Pretty clever, huh? You see it? Look up the look on the door. Do you see it? Do you see? 
Nod your heads. I can see you. I can look at. I I Trump see you. Nods vigorously. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank you, small boy. Now, <laughs> the candle room is a uh, work of my own doing. Uh, kind of proud of it. Uh, you know, you you did a good job at your your B and E. You're breaking and entering. You did a good job at your combat. But another trademark, apparently, of this Quinny Brown Barrow guy is dealing with uh, you know traps and uh, uh, dangerous rooms and such. Uh, so uh, good luck. Um, I'm just going to tell you, you know, when I finish, that candle up there is going to start counting down from 10. Uh, and uh, if you want to reset it back up to 10, you just flip the hourglass over there and you'll get two minutes of sand before it starts to count down from 10 again. Your objective is to get through that door. Everybody understand? I, I can see you nod yes or no or <laughs> give me something. <laughs> sure, this makes sense to us, yes. Okay, I can't hear you. So I saw your lips moving, sir, but I can't, I can't, I can't read lips. But <laughs> Truck puts both thumbs up and just spins in a circle. Okay. I get from the smallest one, very enthusiastically understands. Very good. All right, your time starts now. And his voice is gone. And sure enough, the flame over the candle goes from 10 to nine and the room gets a little bit darker. Euro would like to cast find traps. Uh, explain to me how find traps works. Is there so a role required? It takes, it takes an action. It's 120 feet and it's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. You sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of this spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable, which is specifically intended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would sense an area affected by the alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but it would not reveal a natural weakness in the floor, an unstable ceiling, or a hidden sinkhole. This spell merely reveals that a trap is present. You don't learn the location of each trap, but you do learn the general nature of the danger posed by a trap you sense. There is no role, which is fascinating. And it's within line of sight? Yes. Where are you standing in the room? Uh, he would he would be, he's walked in and then he'd stand wherever he could see the fucking most of it. Like He's kind of, kind of looking to the to far door. Yeah, he okay. wants to, to see what's between him and there. With your back against the wall, I'll give you this for free as well. As you notice that this room has no corners. It's a round room. Um. Yeah meaning that the paintings are also kind of concave to sit flush to the wall. Uh, But you find no traps. And the flame goes to eight and the room gets darker. He's just going to go for the door. The the, the door has a handle. Uh, Are you just looking to walk through the door? Yeah, let's just try opening the door. Because this could just be an idiot test. Handle does not budge. The door is locked. The flame goes to seven, and the room gets darker. Uh, anyone want me to uh, flip this here hourglass? I mean, by hourglass, I mean two-minute glass. (laughs) I like that. That's very good. Sorry, what'd you say, Euro? I said, Cinder, do you have any ideas? I have tried my ideas. They were unsuccessful so far. 
just something weird about this room. It all smells like blood and nothing else. As Six. Trying to maybe pry a painting off the wall. Six. The room gets darker. It's hard to see the painting in front of you, even with dark vision. Mm-hmm. It's it's diff, getting difficult to see. This is a magical darkness. Given, I don't like I don't like this. Given that the light seems to come from everywhere and nowhere, the darkness is doing the same. Um, the painting comes off the wall like a standard painting would, <laughs> except it's curved Ooh. inward. Um, and with the painting held in your hand. The candle reads five, and the room gets darker still. I, I'm do I'm doing it. I, I'm I'm gonna flip it. Great, I have no objections. Let's see what oh, happens. Oh, okay. And truck like it very quickly flips the okay. two minute like glass. like a dimmer switch, light back up to maximum whatever luminosity or whatever, mm-hmm. and the candle reads ten, and the sand drops down from the hourglass. You have two minutes. Bender is going to look at the back of that painting and look at the wall, see if there's anything. Uh, the back of the painting, um, it's that uh, that kind of like, uh, it's, got, it's got a wire to, to hang mm-hmm. from, and then it also has that paper uh, that yep. kind of just keeps the painting mm-hmm. inside the frame. Um, nothing else of note uh, from, from turning it over in your hands. Um, did you pick down a specific painting? in mind or did you just grab the nearest painting whatever the nearest one was okay so you pull down the portrait of quinny um with this human companion and this elven companion mm-hmm. cinder's gonna take it and smash it down on the ground and then run to the next painting and just start pulling them off and smashing them on the <laughs> wait, ground okay wait wait uh, Truck's just like, Okay, yeah. At the very only... least, Cinder smashes the one she's holding <laughs> yeah. onto the floor, and then they start running over to mm-hmm. the wall. You hear, wait, wait, do with that what you will. <laughs> holding up another painting, about to smash <laughs> it, and head. looking back, yeah, looking back at Truck. <clears throat> you got a better idea? I mean... Generally, I'm all for, like, wanton destruction. However, having watched those elves die, we may want to take just a minute. They, if, if we jump back in time to the beginning of this conversation, Euro <laughs> has realized that they are both going to have a weirdly emotional let's think that chat, and he does not <laughs> think there is time for that. Uh, he, has, he has touched his, his, his necklace of mask and pulled up his cravat which actually becomes a mask of mask over his own mm. face, the the god that he serves. And he just is like, I will do so many crimes for you. Everything I steal, I steal for you. I would rob you if I could, but I would give it to you. Please help me with this. Uh, he wants to cast guidance on himself. And then his plan, rather than trying to figure out what the clues in the room are, because he's not good at the escape room philosophy, the challenge with any of these that he's aware of as a thief is... This was designed by somebody, and Ratface said it was designed by him. Ratface hid wallets on him. Ratface hid notes. He's got some idea of Ratface's MO from the stuff leading into this. Ratface is cheap. He wants to use, if he can, like his gut feelings and insight to try to figure out what he thinks Ratface would design a room like this for. 
great. Um, as you do that, I'm just watching the clock in real time. Uh, the sand runs out in the hourglass. The 10 or the candle reads nine. The room gets darker. Give me a roll for your insight. It was insight you were looking for? Yeah. 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 Give me that roll. Which is insight takes us to that is an 18. For an 18 insight, you believe that Ratface is giving you all the information you need to leave this room. And the nine becomes an eight and the room gets darker. You will continue to destroy these paintings <laughs> until time okay. runs out. As, as uh, the room gets darker, you just see and then hear only the smashing of paintings, but go ahead. Euro <laughs> uh, wants to try the door they came into the room with because that, Ratface didn't specify a door. Yeah, that door is locked. Eight becomes seven. You, you're having a hard time seeing your hands in front of your face. I mean, if that door is locked, he wants to pick that fucking lock. He's in. Okay. Uh, seven becomes six. It's quite dark. Give me a sleight of hand at disadvantage. Unless... Truck is is like back at the table now. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me uh, walk that back. Not disadvantage because you don't normally look at the fucking lock as you're picking it. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a standard lock pick roll. Uh, sleight of hand roll, excuse me. Uh, nat one. Mm. Nat one. Uh, it's it's not working. It's 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 like the tools can find no purchase inside of this lock, but it is surely locked. Um, truck, sorry, what was it you mentioned just before we tried our lockpick? He's going back to the table, ready to turn the the glass again. Poised to to flip yeah. the hourglass over, but not flipping it yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're down to let's say four now, and you can no longer see each other in this room. Oh, I don't like it. He flips it. Okay. Lights, full brightness once again. Sand begins to trickle down the hourglass. The candle reads ten. All right. What did Ratface say? Think, think, think. Are you yelling at us to think, or are you commending yourself? Because all of that's us. a good question. Would you would you like to try and recall what Ratface said, or is this kind of just the group I, trying to figure it out? We can we can all say it, or I can <laughs> try to remember. If you want to try to remember, give me a history check. Okay, <laughs> that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you remember most of it with a fourteen. You remember. There's a candle above the door. That's the exit. The candle counts down from 10. Uh, there's the hourglass. When you flip it, resets the candle. It's got about two minutes of sand in it. The room, he didn't, I don't recall him mentioning what happens with the room. Um, but you now know the room gets darker as the time mm -hmm. runs down. <laughs> he made it himself. He's kind of proud. <laughs> All right, Euro wants to check out that candle. Yeah, sure. It's above the doorway, so you're going to have to... Oh, you're a pretty tall guy. Um, depending on how closely you want to inspect it, you might need to kind of climb up or get a boost, but you can have a closer look at it. Yeah, that's that's his whole goal. Because if the candle is the exit, then that's worth knowing, because it could be sure. the candle, not the door. Yeah. 
Um, in what way would you like to investigate this candle? Are you picking it up? Are you only looking at it? Uh, starting with looking at it, if he can't get anything from that, he'll absolutely pick it up. Like he's he's all in on figuring this shit out now. Okay. Um, the wax is not dropping down from the candle and it is giving off no heat. Um, it is a, it, it appears completely static um, in that, again, wax does not melt. It is not even shimmering, you know, where the, where the wax closest to the, mm -hmm. to the flame shimmers a bit before it melts. None of that is happening. Would you like to touch it? Yeah. You can reach up. Uh, your fingers close around uh, like the candle. Uh, it's not in like a, a candelabra or anything like that. It is literally just a, a wax, uh, a, a cylinder of wax sitting atop this, uh, this doorway. You close your fingers around it uh, and pull it as you would just to look, but it does not give. It is affixed to where it sits on this door frame. Okay, it's stuck here. I don't know what this means, but it's stuck. The 10 turns to nine and the room gets darker. <laughs> well, what do you think happens when we get to zero. I don't know. Nine becomes eight. Cinder is going to grab Truck's hand and then put her other hand out for Euro. So now that they can have a chain of people from the middle of the table with the the timer to all Euro on the outside. Yeah, it's the the distance is just enough that you can kind of. Uh, humanity around the world or whatever that thing is, link arms <laughs> uh, from the table to the door. It's like the perfect distance that you three can can do that. You're also out of paintings to smash. They are all, you yeah. fucked them all up. Good. They're all gone. Good, yeah. yes, good. All right, Ural, <laughs> take the arm and just be like, what do you want me to do now? Well, now when it's dark, you'll know where you are, right? And it It is dark. It's uh, at this point, it's six becoming five. It's dark. Do we just let it hit zero? That's what you are thinking, Cinder? You seem to have the best plan. Maybe something will happen when it hits zero. Four. And we'll know where each other are. All right, I'll keep a hand on candle, hand on you. Maybe we'll all die. Very fun. Mask will be disappointed in Ratface if this is true. Three. <laughs> it will be great vengeance. You're just voices now. You cannot see anything in front of you. Maybe this Two, is just to overcome our fears of the unknown. That is very possible. Uh, he would like to cast <laughs> Spare the Dying through the chain. <laughs> so everybody, if they get killed, will, will not die. They'll just go to zero hit points and stabilize. <gasps> I think they have to be dying for that to happen. And no one's dying yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got to catch it at exactly zero hit points. So he's, gonna, he's, 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 he's got the spells on his lips inside his yeah. mask mask. Two, or I can't remember if I said two already, but the humming is now getting louder. One. Humming. What's humming? Here, getting louder and louder. The candle reading one. Flickers. Rolls over to zero. The humming is inside your head at this point. Ding! The lights go full. The door opens. 
Ratface's voice can be heard. Hey, ah, I came back to check on you guys in your room. And hey, what the fuck? What happened to my paintings? <laughs> they were, they were he, awful he, can, paintings. I cannot <laughs> hear you. I've yeah. said it already. I cannot <laughs> hear you. Please, with gestures, explain what happened to my paintings. It looks like you beat the room. Congratulations. Very clever of me, if I do say so myself, that it's just a waiting game. You know, you got to check for traps, and the absence of traps means there's no traps. You know, you got to have confidence in this game. But anyway, I, I, which one of you did this? Cinder looks at Euro and then looks back up into the, into the, just up into the room, and they yep. do two middle fingers. <laughs> Just learned. This, this <laughs> is speaking to me. We have bond now, you and I. This is true. We have all thought we will die and spited the people who punish us. Very criminal. Very good. Mask proud. Uh, right face at being flipped off. It's just kind of like, ah, jeez. Well, I assume it was you that broke my painting. You, you obviously got it out for me. Well, fine. I'll take that into consideration in your final scorecard. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, leave, get out of my carefully crafted room with these beautiful paintings. Okay. I said leave. <laughs> yeah, ah! Euro's happy to go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truck wheels on out of there, like, super fast. Cinder just, like, looks down at her hands and just like... Hey. Did you say truck <laughs> wheels on out of there? <laughs> I didn't even catch that one. <laughs> vroom, vroom. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Truck even. wheels out of there. I didn't. It's so good. <laughs> oh, God. Truck's Ford tough. Right. <laughs> so, honey. Party members, polymorph and roll out. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Greetings, loyal citizen of the conglomerata. It is I, your beloved CEO, Grayson Typhus of Typhus Industries, and I am here today to dissuade you from joining a rebellious element that seems to be growing, the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. 
These hilarious and heartwarming rebel elements are attempting to bring down our dystopian regime, and we simply cannot have that. I'm told that rebels are flocking to this Patreon and joining for as little as one dollar a month. That gives them access to other rebels in a Patreon-only Discord where they can discuss all the things that have happened in the shows. For five dollars, you can get an ad-free feed, but who would want that? After all, ads are the best part of the show. And at higher levels, you can even create an NPC of your very own and get your name in the closing credits. And that part I can get behind. After all, recognition is great. But you're not a rebel, are you? No, you would much rather be crushed under the boot of industry titans like myself. So carry on with your Patreon-free life. Unless, of course, you want these wonderful stories to continue, in which case, me and my regulators will see you soon. Cinder is just like amazed by like it's so powerful like the, the hand <laughs> gesture just amazed by this. Uh, fantastic! So you all step through the door. There's a blinding light in this doorway. You cannot see where you're where you're walking. It's too bright. Um, and then immediately after you cross the threshold, you are very obviously back in the warehouse. And the door closes behind you. And for those of you that have the spatial awareness for it, you have moved forward from when you were fighting the skeletons, from moving from that room into this room, you've moved about three feet across the warehouse. Whatever door you walked through into that very nice room does not appear to occupy hmm. the required physical space that it would need to exist. Uh, rat face, you can see once again up on the catwalk, uh, says, uh, all right, well, you're the first ones out, which means that, uh, this room is, uh, is all for you. Uh, congratulations. Also, hey, you, I see you down there. Little miss, uh, with the middle fingers. I see you. <laughs> and, Cinder uh, looks very excited about this. Just like can't <laughs> stop being happy about this situation. <laughs> This is impressive, Cinder. You have stolen his self-control. <laughs> oh, that's what that does. Yes, it yeah, is she's pissed hard. me off is what she's done. <laughs> now, mm. anyway, keep cool, right, face? Be, be professional. All right. All right, we're having a nice time. So, uh, welcome to the Riddle Room. Uh, this, uh, this is a pretty straightforward one. There's a riddle on a plaque in the middle of the room there. You read the riddle and uh, you give an answer out loud, please, so that I can hear it and determine whether the answer is correct or not. Okay? All right, let's, uh, let's read the riddles. This sounds fun. Uh, right. Euro, Euro will just go first because he, he'll bite the bullet on this one. Super. Um, on this plaque, it's a, a wooden pedestal uh, with a uh, sort of a... a a sheet of brass and inlaid in the brass, sort of almost like punched in like you would with a typewriter uh, are a series of letters that you read in common. Uh, it's the riddle and the riddle reads uh, thus. What has four legs in the morning, two legs at noon and three legs in the evening? And that is everything that the pedestal says. Well, 
This is confusing, but I mean... Is this a group riddle, or is this just one riddle per person? Just because I want to be clear on the... The the pedestal has only one riddle on it. Great. Yeah. And you have read it, whether that's out loud or not, you know the riddle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he tells the rest of the group that there's only one pedestal, and there's the riddle. Okay, yep. So everyone has the same amount of information right now. It's the only thing in this room. Look, if you've ever dabbled in magic, you probably at some point had four legs in the morning, two at noon and three in the evening. I mean, like, it's just going to happen. It it made me think about when you hunt an animal, it has four legs until you cut two of them off, and then you can eat three later. I think this is an elaborate (laughs) metaphor for the life of any being. In morning, you are young, you crawl, you have four legs. At noon, you are in the middle of life, very strong to rub. You have good legs, two legs. And then later in the evening, it is the end of one's life. So you walk with two legs and a cane to allow you to keep moving. It is a story of life to death, living as a being. I'm, uh, I'm going to need an answer up here. I, I, I hear a lot of uh, theorizing and such, but I'm going to need y'all to uh, come to a consensus and please... Uh, Loudly and clearly declare your answer to the riddle. Well, I don't have anything else other than the magic thing. I, I don't I don't get it. Okay, here's the thing. We clearly have three different answers, but we have to pick one. No, I like yours is honestly as good as anything. You use the most words. All right, quantity over quality. I like it. Uh, and he just repeats his theory on it being a being over the course of their life, uh, with the day being a metaphor for the years. Uh, rat face up on the catwalk. Um, his face kind of fixed into an inscrutable, neutral uh, appearance. Thinks this answer over. And then he snaps his fingers. Ah, sorry, that wasn't it. The correct answer is Surtle Spurtle. Uh, and a creature descends from the ceiling, <laughs> lands on its four legs, and has a little name tag like the skeletons that says, hi, my name is Surtle Spurtle. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unexpected <laughs> that's, that's a, a dirty 20 Sirtle spurtle what's your initiative oh fuck okay buddy good luck um looks okay because i rolled garbage <clears throat> all right euro Excellent. rolled a 12 euro rolled a 12 okay truck got a dirty 20 thank you yes truck got a and dirty truck. 20 I rolled a two, so it's and a two. eight okay. altogether with the bonus. Right. Well, I've got great news. Um, you all outspeed this <laughs> big, nasty-looking creature. Um, what nice. you're looking at appears to be a giant prawn, I guess. <gasps> it has four sturdy legs. Uh, that looks strong enough to handily carry its weight. Um, it towers over you. Um, so what I mean by giant prawn is not like, you know, a prawn the size of a football. That's a big prawn. 
This is a prawn the size of football goalposts. It is big. Um, <laughs> okay. It's got two big old pincers that it's not standing on, so they don't count as legs and therefore make the riddle accurate. Um, and where <sighs> its uh, its body kind of um, collects into a, a cone, a point where its head is, it's got two beady little eyes, and where its mouth is is actually a collection of writhing tentacles that are just constantly sort of like flipping around. Um, constantly reaching and slapping and spilling juices from them. Um, Sertle Spurtle, again, with the name tag. Hello, my name is Sertle Spurtle. Uh, it's to scale, so it's very easy to read because Sertle Spurtle <laughs> is so big. Um, uh, uh, descends from the warehouse on, uh, on like a harness. You actually see as this thing lands, that you see now that Ratface was like furiously turning a crank to lower him down uh, into the warehouse. Um, uh, but Sertle is clearly poised to attack. And so, Truck, you get the first move. I am going to immediately uh, cast Color Spray. Excellent. Tell me about color spray. Yeah, so color spray, um, essentially what happens is I emit a cone of like dazzling flashing colors um, before me. And so creatures, if there's multiple creatures, there's more rules. Don't have to worry about that. Right. But any affected creature is going to be blinded by this like just assault on the visual senses okay uh until the until the end of my next turn great okay so i'm hoping this will confer some sort of advantage for yes now you mentioned that the creature is blinded there's no save for that right they they just they're blinded because they're in the blast zone yeah okay great very good a blinded creature Sorry, I've got my my little status thing over here. <laughs> Blinded creature can't see and automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So it's going to have a harder time hitting you, and you can hit it easily because it can't see you coming. Um, Sertle Spurtle kind of reels back um, the tentacles, now emitting a kind of a sick, gross sound, just like. He's very upset. He's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> um, and uh, would you like to move it all, truck? Or are you good to just plant where you're at and you've blinded this creature? Um, and truck, uh, will uh, it's about 30 feet away from you. It dropped a safe distance, but it could get to you. If it could see where you were. <laughs> okay. Well, in which case, truck moved in f- 15 feet. Sure. Great. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And then, and then cast it and then backed away 10 <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. as much as he could. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, Euro, it's your turn. This yeah. This creature is blinded, uh, like just a rainbow spray kind of caked over its eyes. Yeah, now that he's seen that it's blinded, he's just gonna like move within the arena away from truck so you 
tactically we're not all in the same place. And right. he's going to reach into his robes, and instead of a a, a longsword, it's just a fully loaded crossbow comes out of the sleeve. <laughs> like it's also in there. Excellent. Wow. Uh, and he's just going to like like he's shooting from the hip as he strafes sideways. Um, okay. He doesn't like to get his weapons up, but when he has to, he can. So it's with advantage. Mm-hmm. It's a nat 20. Excellent. So roll double damage dice. Uh, Hell yeah. means because one of them was a one. Uh, it will be a total of seven damage. <laughs> Every little bit counts. Excellent. <laughs> um, does that end your turn? Uh, yeah, that's that's the move. That's the fire. Right? Okay. That's it. Cinder Darkbane, it is your turn. We're going to try to get rid of some of these feet on this prawn. Okay, all right. So Cinder's just going to run up like a a streak. And with that Dread Ambusher, my speed is 40. Excellent. Yeah, you're up there. Yeah, you're just up there and and weapons out and laying in. Great. Uh, take take those swings. Take all all three they're, swings, right? They're, yes. Yeah. So it's advantage. All right. So so what yeah, we each, see each Cinder, one will have advantage. Just from my brain running forwards, is it like dance like? Is it like a brutal sprint, like a berserker? Like what does the charge look like for these dread ambushes? Because what a name. Yeah, <laughs> I think it it does have a little bit of a dancer vibe to it because Cinder is very slight, and it has this big fluffy cowl. So it's a lot of like that streak of just the black fur and that kind of dancing off when all of her limbs and the weapons are really thin. So it's like these little spindly bits coming off of as, as she's like kind of running in and jumping. So it's, it does have a lot of like dexterous dancey like qualities to it rather than something like brutal or, or hard. It's like very natural and flowy in a way. Cool. Very cool. All right. So I'll roll and see which one's hit. And one more. Eh, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me see. And then you add plus five. Okay, so the lowest one is 13. Uh, 13 will not hit. Okay, so that one doesn't hit. The other ones are over 20. That will hit. Yes. Okay. Were these also with advantage? I can't remember if that got. I each did of roll these, them with advantage. Oh, each man. of these would be with advantage. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Get you in the third because anyway. because Sertle mm-hmm. Spurtle was blind. I rolled like a <laughs> eight and a four, so those didn't work. <laughs> okay. So then this is going to be the first attack, which is one d six plus three. So that's four damage. Okay. And then this is the special extra attack, which is another four damage and then an extra 1d8, which is another three damage. Okay. That's all of it. Excellent. Uh, You go to work cutting into this guy, Sertle Spurtle, um, um, drawing blood as it kind of flies off of your blades as they they puncture and then come, come back out just as quickly. Um, and Sertle, uh, uh, reels from the pain, but still looks to be very much game for, for throwing mm-hmm. down with you. Um, you're very, very close to his writhing tentacle mouth 
Um, and you can just hear the <laughs> that he's vocalizing. And uh, so it's absurd. Turtle's <laughs> turn. And with Cinder right mm-hmm. in front of him, he's blind, but is basically just going to lash out at where he felt that pain. So he's going to roll with disadvantage to snatch you up with a big old pincer. He rolled a 19 and then a nat 20. Jesus Christ. Yikes. So we'll take the 19. Um, oh, my God. Plus six to hit. My so armor class assuming... is 14. Okay. 25 will get you there. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do some damage here. Holy shit. Uh, um, <laughs> he's going to do 12 damage bludgeoning with the pincer. Um, and you are grappled. Ooh. He is holding you in his pincer as he kind of crushes you. Um, I am going to give you an opportunity to escape here. I can't remember how this works if your first opportunity is like the next time around, but you can roll a strength or um, I think it's athletics or acrobatics to escape, either to try and forcefully pry yourself out or to try and kind of wiggle wriggle and squeeze your way out depending on which of these uh roles you want to make i think we'll do we'll do the acrobatics to try to be wiggly be yep. as wiggly as possible sure i got a 22 oh yeah you <laughs> slip out of those pincers like wet spaghetti i'm sorry <laughs> Well, I think yeah. I think you ever in tried this case... to hold wet spaghetti in your pincers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about, folks. Um... Yeah. I think in this case, then it's that uh, Cinder lets go of the cowl and is just like boop. This very skinny <laughs> little person, and the the whole fluff of the the bear cowl is just in this pincer. Excellent. Uh, uh, Spurtle feels his the tension leave his claws, and they just clamp shut on nothing, uh, and he opens them up again, uh, and the cowl like perfectly uh kind of floats down and lands on your shoulders again uh and you have you have escaped um but that would be uh that would be Sirtle spurtle's turn um so we're back to truck and Sirtle spurtle um does he need to make a save for for blindness or is it just over now that Uh, it's your turn again it will be over at the end of my turn okay so you can potentially attack with advantage Depending yep, on what yep, you yep. want to do. Okay. Um, so Cinder is still fairly close, right? Cinder is right up in front of uh Sirtle Spurtle. I gotta stop saying this name. Please kill Sirtle <laughs> as quickly as you can. Um, <laughs> and I think Spurtle. you mentioned getting 15 feet close and then dropping 10 feet back. So you're 25 feet away from, yeah. from Cinder. Yeah. Um try I'm gonna try to 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 slow it to slow it down again uh not again it's not been slowed down I'm gonna try to slow it down and Excellent. potentially do some damage uh so uh <laughs> as truck po- uh, points his left hand at uh Sirtle uh, Spurtle, uh, he'll say, uh, "Cold, please." And uh, a, a, 
a frigid beam of blue-white light will streak towards the creature, <laughs> uh, casting Ray of Frost. Okay. Uh, and that's a uh, roll to hit, I suppose? Yeah. I suppose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. yeah. So that's with advantage still, right? That's yep. a nat 20, baby. Ooh. Oh. Goodness glacious. That's double the ice damage. <laughs> Guys, this kid hits like a truck. <laughs> All right, so I'm doing double. So you need to damage. Uh, so that's nine. Uh, okay. So that's nine cold damage. And uh, Surtle Spurtle's speed <sighs> will be reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Okay. Uh, a, and a, a, I will move back. <laughs> Back yeah, another 25 feet. Backpedaling, okay. <laughs> Backpedaling, yeah. Um, so uh, uh, like a like a sheet of, I think it's called like hoarfrost, just like just permafrost, I think, um, dances across yeah. the carapace yeah, the hoarfrost, of yeah. Surtle Spurtle. It's it just a, a, a kind of beautiful, if only for a moment, uh, <laughs> shade of like blue and white. Um as as he is is deep deep frozen he's in the deep freeze and it's affecting his movement already the tentacles they slap a well, little it's slower cold blooded right yeah yeah those so now it's kind of more like a <laughs> not as manic sounding as before uh euro it's your turn <laughs> Euro is going to keep circling like the edge of the arena to just stay further away from the others. Uh, and while he's doing that, he's going to pull down the name of Mask because he needs to be sure that he's seeing uh, the target of his spell, uh, which is Cinder. And he's going to clasp his his mask necklace and just say, she has great potential. They can do great crimes. She will be great for you. Uh, and he will cast Sanctuary. Uh, which is invisible in what it is, but he is calling down Mask's protection. Uh, oh, it's a bonus action. So he'll also shoot, I guess. I didn't know it was a bonus <laughs> action. It's just a nice bonus. Um, so he he wards a creature within range against attack. So if Sertle Spurtle, who, who doesn't know this has happened, yeah. uh, tries to attack, there's additional protections uh, for Cinder, who's clearly the frontline oh. badass of the group. Uh, and then he'll just... Crank that fucking crossbow and shoot center mass on this giant fucking prawn. Hell yeah. Uh, go go ahead and uh, roll. And that is a six. I'm afraid it's I'm afraid it's going wide just like that guiding bolt, you know? He, he, he's here for the magic. He's not here for the fighting. He's like, I knew this wouldn't be smart. Here's the problem. What if those weird sounds are also clever? This could be like Doug. <laughs> like he's just haunted by villains who are talking and he can't tell if they're oh, doing no. sicker burns than him. <laughs> so that's his problem. Yeah. Surtle Spurtle turns to you and does the jerk off motion with a big pincer. <laughs> oh, so you know, right. you know he's talking shit. <laughs> Mask will get you through Mask's chosen champion. Uh, and with that, it is Cinder's turn. Cinder, you just slipped out of this big nasty boy's pincer grasp. Are you are you jumping in to carve him up some more, or, or what's what's the play? 
Yep, Cinder, even though she's bloodied and all these these spinning moves with both weapons, mm -hmm. it's like little blood sprays coming off, but it looks like she's just dancing, like spinning around and like backstabbing and slicing from the top and just kind of in in their element, just doing Excellent. just doing things. So it's just gonna be uh the main attack and then bonus action offhand attack. Got it. Go for it. Out. Nice. The sword and the sickle, right? Yep. The sword and Beautiful. the sickle. Oh, and it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 10 and a 7 to hit. Those will not be hitting Sirtle Spurtle. You find that as he has his eyesight back, he's actually quite adept at parrying your blows with his big, massive pincers. Mm -hmm. uh, they move to intercept each of your attacks. So we're just we're just dancing. We're just that's right. having a it's dance a of blades. Of blows. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, and with that, it is Sirtle's turn, um, and uh, uh, he is going to go in again on on Cinder. She's right there in front of him, um, right? And clearly, they're engaging in combat. So give me the give me the sanctuary. So Sirtle Spurtle had because he is targeting a warded creature yes. he has to make a wisdom saving throw excellent dc 12 he fails great uh he has to choose a new target or lose the attack or spell um he both happen because he chooses you and doesn't about face and is too slow from the ice to reach you <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So he just Cinder. loses. He loses the attack. So as he goes to strike down, uh, it's just symbol like the symbol of mask. The two golden faces just appear, and Sirtle has to like rear back from the magic being too bright, and yeah. then just loses the attack. Just Absolutely. He is enraged by this, and he looks over his shoulder if he has a shoulder, uh, and and sees you, and knows it was you. Uh, and and begins to slowly, frigidly amble towards you on his four legs. Cinder, because he has completely ignored you and you're within attack range, oh. you get what's called an, an attack of opportunity because someone is trying to move out of melee range that is an opponent. So as a reaction, oh. you can take an attack. You can't do both swings, but you can do one. Do one. Yeah. All right. Let's try the little prawn tail waggling yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's terrible. An eight. <laughs> eight will not do it. It's too high up. <laughs> yeah, She's he's only 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> you take a swing, but it's so weird fighting something with four legs that is this big. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and, and the, the swing just cuts through the air, misses him entirely. Um, fortunately, he doesn't make it all the way over to Euro. He's kind of in like a no man's land between you two. Mm -hmm. with truck further back behind you uh and truck it is your turn once again this beast is basically wide open for attack and uh we're gonna leave it right there this episode of Quinny Quest, the Dum Dums and Dragons story, features Del Borovic at the Del Tastic on Twitter, Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our Dungeon Master Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the One Shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers. 
This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and our Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now I'm off before that robot DJ returns and destroys us all! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG, it's Big Nick. D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Mithrian, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutante, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. Clair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. 
I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.